Well, if it isn't the man who puts the rate in bitrate. Who are you? Huh. I put my bit in a lot of things, actually. I mean, uh, <laughs> you're a serial bit putter. Is that, Correct. Is that what they call it in Canada? Uh, they call it that somewhere, I'm sure. That's zero. He's always out there putting his bits and things. You know it. <laughs> uh, it's been Dude, it's been forever. It's it has. It's been it's been like at least a month. Uh, how you doing? I'm I'm doing good. Since yeah. uh, since the last time I talked to you, literally at all, you moved into a new place. I did, I did. I the 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 major changes in my life. I have moved into a new place, and I have acquired a PlayStation Five. Well, so that wanna, is the summary. <laughs> I want to know about both of those things. Uh, sure. Which I what have I done since the last time we talked? I. You got coffee and I uh, got stuck in a traffic jam. It did. Was not worth it. No, was not worth it. Cool. You went away. You went away for a little, a little sabbatical. Yeah, I, I, um, I took a trip. <laughs> we, we should, we should talk about it a little bit. Um, I took a trip with my sister and my mom to Kentucky, the world's most visited tourist vacation destination fucking kentucky um that's where i was um, as an outsider as a canadian here who's never been to anywhere uh on on that side of the uh united states of america wait that's not true i went to new york uh well uh uh tell me more about kentucky <laughs> what do you want to know about kentucky what's in kentucky Horses? Like, what, what, like fried chicken? Yeah. Kentucky is oh, okay. known for some fried chicken. I actually think that Kentucky fried chicken wasn't originally a Kentucky. Like the first location wasn't in Kentucky, I don't think. Well, now I feel lied to and I will never have Kentucky <laughs> fried chicken again. Um, Kentucky geographically is really interesting in that it's coming out of the mountainous regions uh of the appalachians you know you don't have the you're not a you're not a carolina um which is further south which has mountains um right. and you're not very north because ohio and michigan are above you so you're like literally the most in between of in between states um where there's nothing to g- there's like horse racing in Kentucky. Um, yeah, I, I've heard about a derby, like a Kentucky Derby. I think that's a thing. It's a pretty famous one. No, yeah. no. Uh, I mean, not to take that away from Kentucky, they do have, they do have horses. Um, or if you're not going to the Derby, you could do what I did, which was, <laughs> um. I took my mom. My mom has always been very interested. Uh, she's a Christian lady, and she's always been interested in the story of Noah. Are you familiar okay. with the story of Noah? Uh, yeah, something about a boat. Yeah. Something about a boat. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm familiar. 
Um, the short story of of Noah, for anyone that's listening that doesn't know it, is a six hand a six hundred year old dude spent a hundred years building the a big ass boat because God told him to, and on that boat he put two of every animal so that he could save them from dying when God flooded the earth. That's the story. And in Kentucky, there's a guy who, with more money than God, has built a what could only be described as a tourist trap slash theme park around this idea, this whole story. And he has, in the middle of it, constructed uh, the best guesstimation we have using biblical text to recreate an ark oh okay and so my mom being very interested in the noah story she's always wanted to go and so she knew that either she was going to have to go alone because my dad doesn't travel or she asked us my sister and i and i was like sure i'll create memories with mom and my sister and my mom earlier this year lost her mom, so she's been in a funk. And I know just because of how fresh that is that I want to create some memories with my mom. And if she's offering and wants to go, then I'm going to go. Even if visiting the Ark in the middle of Kentucky isn't necessarily my idea of a fantastic vacation, I went. And oh, yeah. um, my review of... <laughs> The arc was uh, um, like a cool architectural achievement. It's not a boat. It's a building that looks like a boat. But, there, I mean, there's a lot of technical things they had to figure out to make it look like a boat and be a building and whatever. Like, it's not to take away from it, but it's it's a building that looks like a boat. So, and, like, does it does it serve a function or is it, like, just... Like, it's a building. Like, what's it's like, like what's a there? walkthrough exhibit. Oh, so okay. the gotcha. the arc is three stories, three levels. The first level is um, the what they so like it's like they created a museum around this this biblical story, and the sure. first the first level is um what they think the ark looked like. So animal cages and food and water how they dealt with the waste of the animals um what the animals look like like they have a whole like recreation of how they feel this would have been done the second level is less so that and more um um ideological um indoctrination they go through like I have a photo somewhere. I was taking photos as I was walking through. There's a photo where they talk about the fall of mankind and they underneath it, like outline some of the things that contributed to the fall of mankind. And one of them was music and the other one was metalworking. And I, I can't understand at all how either of those were the things they decided to pull out and point out, uh, that, that contributed to the fall of mankind. There's a, there's a display where um, a dude's in an arena, like a, 
gladiator or um i don't know big old-timey greek arena where they fight to the death um and the man is fighting a dinosaur okay which is impossible um right and there's another statue of a snake sitting on a throne on top of a pyramid with a bunch of people lined up with their newborn babies sacrificing them to the serpent on the throne um it's a wild it's a wild journey through someone's view of the bible that's what it is i just like google image search the ark and like I like when you were explaining it and saying it was a building, I did not picture the scale is not something you can believe until you see it. Yeah. Like that's what I'm, yeah, that's where, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, holy shit. This thing is like, I feel like someone's going to take this out of context, but this, it's like, this thing's massive. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely um, clipping that and using that sound somewhere. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, the third story is, um, how they interpret different uh, questions. So like one of them's um, what about ice ages? And so they try to, they try to explain ice ages using their religious understanding. Uh, What about global warming? What about um, just all sorts of like little displays? One of them is, I should share some of the photos um, in in links in the text um, for this episode. But um, one of the rooms is literally just a room that has like very, I think what they're supposed to be is like friendly animals, but they're not. They, <laughs> I'll post it in I posted in Discord so you can see what okay. I'm seeing. Dude, this episode is gonna be weird. Okay, um, <laughs> for sure. So in, in chat, I just posted. So what this is, is a room with, and I think they're supposed to be friendly looking animals. Um, the, the top, uh, title of the, of the room is fairy tale arc. So it's like friendly, kid friendly, inviting. And when you go into it on one wall, on the far wall, there is just a glass case full of kid stories that depict the Noah's Ark story. And the, the idea is that all of these are false because they don't show how destructive and how murderous the flood was (laughs) like like these are too friendly and you're teaching your kids the wrong thing is basically the whole point of this room. And on the wall uh, that you can see in this photo, it says, and everyone died except the eight people in the ark and a Bible and a Bible verse. So like their point to this whole room is to point out that like you have to teach your kids the correct Noah's Ark story and that it was uh, everyone died. It like like walking up to this room, it like <laughs> it gives me like vibes of like you know like at Disneyland there's like was it Toontown or whatever? Yeah, yeah. It's kinda like you're walking up to that <laughs> and then you walk in, it's like everybody died. 
Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is exactly that. It's like very oh. inviting, and you walk into it, and you're like, "Oh shit, that isn't uh, that isn't what I thought it was gonna be." It almost looks like there's a play place in like uh, some comfy plastic chairs, you know, for kids to sit on to to not right. be in the boring museum anymore. Nope, yeah. that's not it. It's it's to teach your kids about death and destruction. Um, I don't know. It just it like the whole thing was weird. It was a weird experience from front to back. Here's a photo. I'll post this of that snake on a, a throne on top of a pyramid uh, with people sacrificing their babies to it. Um, and here is. Uh, the dinosaur, the guy fighting the dinosaur, um, in an arena. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the dinosaur. Holy shit. The dinosaur's <laughs> horns are all gilded out. Uh, yeah. Ready for battle. Sounds good. Um. So yeah, the, the like the dinosaur looks like something that like a new Jurassic Park movie would be like. This is the new dinosaur that we just like. <laughs> invented for this movie in particular it was a it was a wild thing and like for my mom she really enjoyed it she'd wanted to see it for a long time it was cool to be there when she got to you know see it all um but it all felt a little too indoctriny and not like a cool experience like it could have been much more um friendly right like it could have been much less trying to uh, be political in certain areas and just be like a cool experience for people to walk through but that's not the way they went with it uh it was also like very commercialized like capitalism was leaking into everything uh Mm -hmm. because there's multiple gift shops throughout the building in fact gotta have gift shops on the arc you you exit through a gift shop as any good you know tourist trap theme park ride whatever it is does um parking to get into the park was i think twenty dollars fifteen twenty dollars the the tickets to get into the arc were 50 a person 60 a person oh wow damn really expensive they do not, if you have any money in your pocket, they are not uh, shy about fleecing it all from you. And like another example is there's, there's signs for their, um, you can buy a commemorative uh, gift cup. You could buy a refillable cup and you can go to any soda fountain and fill it up for free for, you know, whatever. It's $13. And the way that they advertise it is the tagline is a flood of savings oh my god it just feels gross the whole thing just feels like just a little someone turned the gross just a little too much and i understand that it costs money to run something like this and i understand that like they have staff and expenses but it just felt like use religion to pull these people in fleece them for all they have and then send them out with all of these ideas you know what I mean? It was just, it just felt a little too. Did they have like, did they have like areas like 
uh, I don't like to describe it, but I'm just like picturing like places for people to like tithe, like give an offering uh, while you're in the boat. It's not a church itself. Okay, so cool. there was no, there was no spots for that, but they were not shy about asking for donations to keep the ark running. Uh, ah. There's places for you to give your money at every, at every corner. Um, they had a virtual reality experience. They had a petting zoo. Um, there was a big theater where they showed videos, um, you know, once every two hours or something like that. Um, it's, it was a, it was a, it was a wild experience. And this wasn't the only thing we did in Kentucky either. If you want to hear about the other one. <laughs> sure. The other, the other one is just as if not more weird. Um, so that night, uh, after we, we went on the arc, um, I took my mom and my sister to the hard rock casino. Cause you know, after you've had this big religious experience, you should probably go drink and gamble. Uh, so yeah, ba- bounce it out of it. Yeah. So that's what, <laughs> yeah, that's my influence. Um, I'm a bad person. Uh, and so we went out there and the next day, um, the same guy that runs the arc experience also runs this thing called the creation museum. I don't know if you've heard about this. I don't think so, but, but it is extra wild. Um, I'm going to share some photos of this also as I, as I talk, um, when you first walk into the creation museum and it's run, it's run by the same guy. Um, when you first walk into the creation museum, you're greeted with a display of dinosaurs and humans living together. So, um, this As is the entrance. Um, so there's there's just an an example. There's a couple dinosaurs on a cliff, uh, with a with a person that's also doing things on a cliff, um. And this sets the stage for the entire experience. So the whole idea of the Creation Museum is to to teach people that the biblical version of creationism, uh says that the earth is about 6,000 years old. Right. And they do everything as you walk through this museum to tell you, to show you why it's possible and how that's accurate. Um, the thing I didn't like about this was I'll show like, here's one. It's a really good one. I had to take a photo of it so that I could mem- remember um, what what was happening. But on every display, um, this one happens to be the um, this one's extra gross. I just I don't know if you want to read that or not. But yeah, essentially, sure. essentially, what this is is there is an evolutionist view. And there's a biblical creationist view on every display. This one is about racism. And what it says is that there's no biblical standing for racism. So it doesn't make any sense to be racist. And on the evolutionist side, it says that actually everything that the evolutionists do is racism. And that it's that trend of like pitting one side against the other follows throughout the entire museum. So like uh, every, day, 
I I just like the amount of like discomfort I feel yeah immediately <laughs> upon yeah. reading upon seeing this is like I don't think I could I don't know man I just picture like walking in there with you and then like be like I don't think I could do this and like turning around and leaving I I wouldn't I wouldn't blame you um I want to I want to also state that I come from a religious background my my dad is a pastor has done preaching um i grew up in the church i was in multiple councils as a youth doing youth stuff i don't have a problem with people having a religion at all um that isn't my view um at all my problem is the us versus them mentality of like both the arc and like trying to jam their beliefs into this this tiny worldview and if you don't believe it you're wrong and the creationist museum also does the same thing like every and not, not and it's not just like uh i feel like they're pitting up one side against the other it's literally how they present their displays right it's two plaques you have an evolutionist view and a creationist view on everything um yeah so as you walk through it it, it basically goes through like all of these reasonings why the the earth is 6,000 years old and tries to disprove evolution at every turn. And I was walking through it. Like there's, there's you, there's one room you will not believe. I don't, cause if you don't know about this thing, you, you haven't heard about this before, I would assume, but let me find the photo. There's different sections. The first thing you walk through is like the Garden of Eden. And the second thing you walk right into is called the Cave of Sorrows. Oh my god, what? <laughs> and what it is, I'll share I'll share another picture. What it is is trying to show the downfall of civilization through um because Adam and Eve sinned. They were right. original sin. Now we have these things happening in the world. And they have photos of genocide, uh, shootings, uh, natural disasters. There's the Twin Towers burning in the background. Um, this whole room is dedicated to death and destruction. There's a lady shooting up drugs in one of the photos. The whole room is dedicated to showing that the world is shit now because... Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge, but it's called the cave of sorrows. And when you walk through this, they're playing like news reports and, sh and like gunshots and like trying to create an atmosphere of like discomfort and terror. That's what they're trying this to do. Wild man. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I like, I, 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 Okay, <laughs> faithful listeners, <laughs> uh, I have no words. <laughs> this is like, oh, like and this is. Look, you wanted to know how my vacation. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad to be part of this uh, experience. <laughs> <laughs> the cave of sorrows. Like, even like I get it. Like, you have to show the fall of man from you know Adam and Eve. Uh, yeah, but like. To, to like to dive into like the cave of sorrows like it's like cold it's concrete walls and yeah 
And the Twin Towers and, burning and a lady shooting up drugs. And desolation, yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird trip, man. Anyway, so you go through the whole museum and they present everything like this. Trying to, like, cram their worldview down your throat. And uh, my mom, to go back to, like, my family and I going through this, my mom is definitely a believer. Um and I worried that she was being, she was going through this museum and soaking up all of this and right. viewing it as truth or the right way to do it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want her to come out of this building and go, that was so awesome. I learned a lot. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was so worried about that, but it was her vacation. I didn't want to spoil it for her either. So I kept my mouth shut. Um, at the tail end of the museum, you kind of like dump out at a um, big auditorium and the guy that's the, the founder and CEO of both of these things was speaking. And so my mom oh. was like, let's, let's go in here. And he went on tirades when we were in there. I was probably in there for six minutes. Um, he went on tirades about like, evolution uh abortion uh gay rights um he was he topic switched very fast and was very like matter of fact in the way that he spoke like everything that he said was obviously fact and if you disagreed with him then you're wrong right. much like the attractions he created uh were presenting information um and I I couldn't I couldn't stay there, so I left. My sister left too, and my mom followed shortly after. When we got in the car, she was like, "So you guys, did you guys leave because you didn't want to sit and listen to him talk, or you didn't like the things he was saying?" And I was like, "I didn't like the things he was saying." My sister nodded her head, yes, and my mom goes, "Yeah, me either." And I was like, "Okay, thank God." <laughs> Like oh. she's, she is a very nice person. Uh, she is definitely a Christian. Um, but she, she's, she said something that gave me hope <laughs> and it was, um, I have, I'm more afraid of people that don't question the information that they're given than people that, that do. And yeah, I was like, for sure. I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks mom. She went through it and she was like, I wasn't that impressed. Like it was cool to walk through. Um, Cause like, honestly, this guy has a bunch of money and it's obvious in all of the displays he creates. Cause they're not cheap. He has animatronics and shit. Like these buildings take a lot of money to run. I, I don't, I, I'm not shitting on the museum for how it like is. I shit on the museum for the information. It's trying to jam down my, my throat and in the method it's trying to do it. And so I, it was nice that my mom wasn't taken in by, you know, nice building. And it was more like, that was weird. I was like, yeah, thanks mom. Uh, Let's go drinking. (laughs) And then to top off my vacation, I promise that's the last creationist museum uh, thing I have to say. Um, No more cave of sorrows. No, not no more surprise cave of sorrows with the twin towers burning. Um, we took my mom to, um, 
a concert. So she's always, when she started dating my dad, um, she was really into air supply, which is like an late seventies, early eighties, uh, love ballad, soft rock, pop songs type of type of thing. Sure. Um, and my dad listened to him and my mom loved him. And then when they got married, my dad told my mom that air supply is terrible. And the only reason he ever listened to him is because they were dating. And so he, he shut that shit down. He didn't want to listen to it anymore. Anytime he was around, mom couldn't listen to, to her music. And she just kind of like was a, was like a simmering fan, you know, like she still liked their music, but she never got to enjoy it. Right. Um, it just happened to turn out that while she was in Ohio doing <laughs> art and creation museum things, uh, they were playing a concert. And so my sister and I bought tickets and surprised her with air supply tickets. And she cried and it was great. It was, that was probably the highlight of the trip for me um, because the whole time she recorded the entire concert. She was lips <laughs> lip syncing or singing along with every song. And <laughs> And she was drinking a daiquiri and recording all of the things, vertical video, obviously, uh, and posting it to Facebook, <laughs> obviously. Um, obviously, as moms do. <laughs> um, but she was she was having the time of her life, um, and that was that was probably the highlight of the trip for me. Dude, and you got to see Air Supply. <laughs> I will say, so like the music isn't for me. It's not my sure. type of music. I didn't grow up in that era. Um, I don't know if it would have been my music even if I did, but um, they're like old dudes that have been touring for decades and writing songs for decades. They know, they they understand stage presence and how to work a crowd. Like mm. even if the songs weren't my favorite, like it was an enjoyable concert to be at. They were not boring. They made sure to to keep pace and had epic guitar solos in the middle of it and one they like needed to go off stage for a bit it was hot as shit and it's a it was an um it was an amphitheater so it was outdoors right and so they needed to get off stage and like cool down and rest a little bit but even then like they put a guy up on stage and he did he recited poetry um which is kind of weird for a for a concert but like there was no downtime they made sure that the they had something going all the time um, and it was, it was fun to, it was fun to go like concerts in general are fun if they're done correctly and right. it was fun to be at. So how was like, at, like as a, as an audience member, how was it like, as far as you said, it was like pretty hot out and stuff. Like, was it pretty sweltering just like being in the crowd or was it? No, I, it was, it was warm, but it was like, it started at eight. So the sun was setting and it was becoming, uh, okay, okay. we were fine, but I bet stage with their sparkly outfits and their fucking tight pants or whatever they were wearing. I'm sure they, I'm sure they were, they were there. They, they needed a break. Um, yeah. Those lights aren't cold either. No, they're not. Um, but yeah, that was, that was my, that was my trip. So I haven't, I haven't streamed in a week and a half, two weeks. I think my last stream, I could be wrong. I think my last stream was, 
on my birthday. But like I may have done one after that, actually. It's been a while since I streamed, though. I think it's been at least two weeks. Hang on. I can check right now when the last time I went live was. Well, is Twitch keeping track of that kind of stuff? That's wild. (laughs) I know, right? Crazy. (laughs) I legit. Yeah, no, I uh, I thought this would be easier to find. It doesn't matter. It's been a while. Why you uh, no stream? Uh, you know, I... Because you also uh, went to the Creation Museum? No, I didn't go to the Creation Museum. I, so like, this move has been like a total kind of whirlwind for me. Um, There are definitely aspects of it that I'm like, that I like. But there is definitely a part of me that's like, I, I, I've I've talked to a couple friends about this, and the only way I can describe it is like I feel like I'm going through a a form of withdrawal, and it's like you know I've I have come from uh, living with somebody uh, who I was really close to for uh, just over two years, and uh, I, I'm now not with that person, and. While the move, I think, overall is a very positive thing, there's a very intense, like, uh, realization of, of, God, I don't, I don't want to sound like (laughs) super, like, emo or whatever, but, like, I'm going from being with somebody to being alone, and it's very noticeable sometimes, and it hit me in a way where I figured, I think I just need some time to myself and that's kind of why i haven't been streaming so it's is it the the lack of someone else living with you do you just need a roommate no it's it's i don't i don't think it's that i think it's just going it's like it's like uh going cold turkey kind of thing yeah like i wasn't like really you know weaned off of whatever it was um and part of that is because uh you know like because like at the end of the day gravity gravity and i were still friends um when i moved out uh he went away like he's currently on like a cross canada trip like he's on the other side of the country right now um so like it wasn't even like i could kind of like go back and like see him or talk to him over this like you know three week period or whatever it is um so yeah it's it's just kind of going from like 100 to zero (laughs) and uh yeah so that that had some unexpected uh effects we'll say on me which yeah i hope you're figuring it out and doing okay yeah i would i would say so like i mean at the end of the day like i have my friends um which helps you have friends i know there's like there's like there's a couple stop (laughs) um (laughs) name uh, one uh muse wolfric i mean uh tangerine i mean uh, is muse really a person i've never met him exactly (laughs) i've never met you am i real Ah, whoa. This is like some Jaden Smith level stuff. (laughs) How can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? Um, 
but yeah, no, um, apart from that, it's kind of just been like a mixture of, of what I was going through there and, and just my like work schedule, honestly, like as much as I love my, my schedule being like early shifts, like I work 4 a.m. till 1230 p.m. And then I have like the afternoon. Um, If I, if I ever make the mistake of staying up just like a little too late on say like a Monday, I don't like get to fix my schedule until Friday. Um, And so like, I just like, if I get home from work at like, you know, 1230 or one in the afternoon, which sounds really early. I'm still, I'm already like, Oh, I feel like I've been up forever. (laughs) I don't have the energy. So, um, I do, I do want to stream again soon for sure. Um, I'm definitely like not done streaming, but yeah, it's been a minute. Um, also I don't really like I don't really know what I want to stream right now. I have a lot of options. It's like Netflix. I have so many options as to what I could stream. I don't know what to stream. And I'll sit there for hours and then be like, "Well, I guess I won't do anything." And then I go <laughs> go to bed. Sometimes I'm obvious to the people that stream a game. Like you're a Minecraft streamer or you're a Fortnite streamer. Mm-hmm. Uh because they don't have to have that thought. They just just boot up the game hop into a stream and people are there to watch them play that game part of it too is like especially lately probably with just the way i've been feeling i really want to experience a bit of like immersion and so like even though i live on my own right now you know if i'm playing anything i generally like I put headphones in and I just turn on whatever game and I try to just get absorbed by it. Like very rarely, unless I'm playing something very specific. Uh, like I won't even be in like a, a discord call when I'm, when I'm playing something. Cause I just want to be completely absorbed in whatever I'm doing. Um, so that's another reason too, why I think I opt for that on days when I'm tired as opposed to streaming. Other than, um, other than being alone forever, being forever alone in emo, um, how's the oh apartment? Uh, dude, it's pretty great, actually. Um, I, yeah, I don't really have any complaints about it. Um, if anything, again, it's it's one of those things where it's like because I have an early schedule, like. I, I think to myself like, oh God, my neighbors are so loud right now uh, during summer at like 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm the old person being like, hey, yeah. whippersnappers, like I, I need to work. Um, like apart from that, like uh, I like I had my own little patio. I have uh, an in-suite dishwasher. I essentially have, it's not in-suite laundry, but like it's essentially private laundry um like next door kind of thing um it's it's a really good size for one person i think um before i moved in with gravity i actually lived in a suite by myself and the place was like way too big for uh like one person like uh i had a walk-in closet that's probably like half of the size of my current living room. <laughs> um, you know, 
the bedroom was the size of my living room. And then I had a living room and then I had a kitchen the size of the same living room. <laughs> like the, the place was massive and like, I got a really good deal on it, but like I could never like fill the space. It felt so empty all the time. And like now with this, um, I keep telling people like, you know, once I get a couch, I feel like things will be kind of complete. Um, but like, it feels like filled out and uh and and homely i guess i don't is there enough space for at least a small orgy yeah yeah totally um even when the couch gets here um whenever i buy one um i'm sure there will be enough room for a small orgy see that's um, important yeah um <laughs> kind of funny too cuz like so, um, I, I, this, this suite became available because, uh, like gravity knew somebody like the owner of this, of this house kind of thing. Um, and very like subtly every once in a while, gravity will like kind of be like, like watch out for your landlord. <laughs> like. Like the landlord's like going to come on to me and then like, it's going to be, mm, um, <laughs> and then it's going to be like this really awkward situation. And I'm just like, is this, is this what we're, is this what we're thinking about now? <laughs> like, dude, free rent. Dude. Right. Um, haven't, haven't like taken advantage of that yet. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you posted. I'll keep everyone on Bitrate posted. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, but uh yeah so who knows my landlord might be into me <laughs> well i would laugh i would laugh so hard if the people upstairs or uh in the suite next to me heard me say that <laughs> uh how thin are the walls do you know um i don't know but i do know that i can hear dogs running around upstairs so yeah, but that's pretty that'll penetrate. Yeah. So will I. <laughs> that was a sex joke. Uh was it? I think so. Um yeah. Um job's nice. good. I yes, uh for the most part. There are there are things kind of like out of my control um that are bothering me. Um and that's unfortunate. The stuff that I can control uh is good. Uh there's a couple like there's a couple coworkers that are taking advantage of certain situations and um some of our some of our night crew kind of upset me because it's like I find out because we're short staffed that, you know, I get in the next day and I have to do um, like last night's work before I can do my work because the people we do have, we're standing around chatting all night um, because there's currently no supervision because there's not enough workers. <laughs> um, and so that's a little frustrating, but at the same time, like that kind of shit just eats up my morning. So 
like, yeah, it sucks that I have to do work, but by the time that I like blink, four hours of my shift are already done. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to find the silver lining and all that. Um, apart from that, you know, and just like every job, it just doesn't pay enough. Like I'm, I'm happy with my job. I'm happy with the work I do, but like if that paycheck was just a little bit bigger, sweet. And they've, they've been doing some, uh, what would be the word they've, they've noticed, like they've, they've come up to me and they've said, look, we see what you're doing. We wish we could give you a raise, but unfortunately just the way that this works, um, you have to wait until your annual review kind of thing. Um, but like, we have a lot of positive notes for that. Um, but you know, like last week I got, uh, a fairly sizable gift card from the store manager because he was like, I know that it's not a raise, but like, this is just because we see what you're doing. Um, which is nice, you know? Um, uh, so it's, it's, nice to know that they are seeing what I'm, what I'm doing there. Cause I feel like I am kind of putting in quite a bit of work, uh, on top of what I was hired to do. Um, but I, I can't say that like, you know, that, that gift card as nice of a gesture as it is, is going to be enough to keep me there until my yeah. annual review, you know, cause that's not until February, I think. So do I really, do I want to sit there for another, you know, six or seven months to, you know, see maybe a dollar increase, like max, like a dollar 50, if I'm really lucky. Um, and even then, like, is that going to be worth it? Or do I want to just find something kind of sooner than later, which I might not enjoy as much, but will kind of, you know, cater to a, slightly more extravagant lifestyle <laughs> you you have you live on your own and call that an extravagant lifestyle i just mean i would go from uh peanut butter and jam sandwiches to hot dogs that's a pretty big that's a sizable jump that's uh that's an income bracket or two yeah exactly All so right. yeah you see what i mean like i it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, okay, I don't make a ton, but I make enough and my job is decent. But I could be probably making a lot more for doing a little bit more. Um, because again, I feel like I'm doing more than I'm hired to do right now. Um and yeah, so and then and then like there's all this talk of like, you know, oh well, like why don't you just grow within the company? And then I think like, well, doing that is like the options available to me from where I'm at are kind of just side grades with more responsibility and not enough of a wage increase to justify it. Like, well, I wish you, I wish you the best in navigating those waters. Thank you. I am still debating on, you know, a schooling route, whether, whether I take up a trade or, uh, you know, figure out what I want to do in that regard. Um, like there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to think about. There's a lot of room to play with. Um, I just need to get to the point where I have the energy again and motivation again to 
take those steps necessary because admittedly I've fallen into that state of like not complacency, but I'm comfortable again. Like I'm comfortable with my job. And you know, when I think like, Oh, I should get something else that I think like, Oh, the amount of effort (laughs) to get something else when I could just not, Um, (laughs) I could just sit uh, at home and play PlayStation. Exactly. And then go do what I'm paid to do and then come home and play more PlayStation. Um, If only I could be a professional PlayStation man. I mean, aren't you technically? If you get paid to play video games online, you're a professional video game player. Whether or not that's enough (laughs) for you to, to sustain on depends on how generous your viewers are. You hear that chat? <laughs> Put it all on them. It's Start all, donating. <laughs> it's all your fault. Um, uh, time for a subathon, baby. <laughs> um, I since we last talked, both on the podcast and like yeah, as people, um, as friends, y- you have purchased a PlayStation Five. And I have purchased an Xbox. an Xbox Series X. And so, since this is like mostly a gaming, uh, you know, podcast, did you want to you talk about your experience so far with the PlayStation? Was it worth it? Was it worth the wait? Do you love it? Yeah, okay. This, I think this is actually, this is actually kind of a, a, a neat little topic. Okay, so let me, let me hit you with some out-of-the-box negatives that I have with it. Okay. Um, my, and I'm not saying that this is on, you know, PlayStation or Sony or whatever. Uh, this is just my personal experience with my individual PS five. Um, I have had yours is behaving badly. It's kind of behaving badly. Uh, sometimes it's intermittent, but so the console, you know, obviously you can, you can put these consoles to sleep, right? Um, what I found is that if in the event that I like, say, walk away from a game and it goes to sleep by itself, um, it doesn't go to sleep as it should. And it me it, it, at that point when I grab, you know, grab the controller and hit the button or whatever, um, it just won't respond. And I will then have to like go to the console and, uh, hard reset it or power it off completely. Um, that's kind of defeating the purpose of putting it to sleep. Um, and potentially losing whatever, you know, didn't auto save or, or whatever, because I walked away. Um, obviously I'd have to walk away for like quite a while. So it's only like, if I say like ran to the store and then took longer than I thought kind of thing. Um, but it's happened like two or three times now where like, I've had to like do the hard reset. Um, so that's kind of annoying. Uh, the other thing is that. I don't know if it's hardware. I don't know if it's the PlayStation or if it's my internet, but there have been times where like it has a stable internet connection wirelessly. And then I go to say, download a file. And while it's downloading, it'll lose like connection to like DNS. Um, and it's only when it's downloading a file. So uh, that's been strange. So it starts downloading and then loses it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll start downloading a file. It'll get like, you know, if it, if the game's like 50 gigs, it'll get like 10 gigs in and then it'll drop 
DNS. Uh, and then I, I have to like hard reset the system again for it to pick up. Like, cause if I just go to like the, the options and say like disconnect from the Wi-Fi and then reconnect, it won't do it. It actually has to do like a reset or a power down kind of thing. Um, and does that, is it only the download that fails? Can you do other things online or is it only, or is everything? Uh, yeah. Broken? Like the, yeah, everything, like it won't connect to like PlayStation network or whatever. So I can't, uh, I don't think it, I don't even think it like updates my trophy list or anything like that. Like it just, uh, it's I can almost play what's on there, but yeah, it's almost like um, it's trying to optimize your experience by picking a different, the different data center, and like Maybe. transfer you over, and then in that transfer it gets, and fucked. Yeah, I don't know, but like my so the way that I have my place set up right now, which is probably gonna change a little bit. I'm just kind of like you know it's set up to function <laughs> at the moment. Um. My PlayStation is close enough to my modem where I've just like run a hard cable, like I've hardwired it. Um, That's all it. The, the modem. Uh, it seems like it. But the weird thing is, is that if I go to like the settings, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't register as like wired connection. Uh. I'm try- it, it doesn't like override the wireless. Like it, it's, it's almost like it tries to be wireless over trying to be a wired connection. You have to forget that fucking network. You have to shut that shit off. <laughs> Apparently that's what I have to do. Um, but yeah, so I thought like, it was like the PS4 was just like, Oh, you literally just like hit a menu and say wired. Yeah. Um, and maybe that menu exists in the PS5 and I just haven't found it. But um, those are the main things, the disconnection to the DNS server and the, and the weird, like sleep thing. Um, if I put the sleep, if I put the PlayStation to sleep by myself, like in the options, uh, never a problem. So it's just when it tries to do it on its own. Um, apart from that, it is a very impressive machine. The load times are ridiculous. Um, like on the good side, <laughs> um, I've I've only really played uh I've only really played since I got it. I've dabbled in Demon Souls, uh Ratchet and Clank and Spider-Man Miles Morales. And then um I'm I've, jealous. I've actually been I'm jealous of both Ratchet and Clank and Spider-Man. They are very good. Um I I think I saw or heard that like the the ps4 spider-man that came out in 2018 i think that's coming to pc if it's not already on pc uh maybe i'm wrong about that um but i can't play it from the comfort of my couch uh just hook your pc up to your uh tv forehead i actually do have a pc hooked up to my tv so you can play with a 2080 super in it it is way overpowered nice uh, I'm still running a, a a 1070. So as long as that keeps on uh, keeping on, uh, you know, we live in the dream out here. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, uh, trying to think of like, I actually, I have splurged and picked up a, uh, what I'll call an ungodly amount of PS5 games already. <laughs> um, considering I've only like dabbled in those three. 
uh, I had actually been working on a couple PS4 games as well. Um, like I, I got the 100% trophy in God of War, like the 2018 one, because I wanted to replay that before Ragnarok comes out. Um, and I played through all the Spider-Man 2018 game and I'm working on Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Horizon's a good one. Yeah, Horizon's dope. Um, definitely, if you if you listeners out there have not played Horizon Zero Dawn, give it a give it a go. It's pretty neat. It's um, on PC also. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, overall, very very good experience. Uh, gameplay wise, with the uh, with the PS Five, I like I like its interface. I like their new like playstation store like ecosystem um and everything i've tried to play on it uh like on on disc from ps4 has worked flawlessly so far so is it supposed to be 100 percent backwards compatible with ps4 not a okay so my understanding of it is that there's like a very very small list of games that aren't backwards compatible like i i think the list is like 19 or something games um out of the entire library and most of those are like psvr games or you know those like weird kind of uh they small needed, studio sort they of needed thing. the eyesight camera or whatever the fuck that was the yeah. ps the psi or whatever yeah like anything i i from what i can gather anything that's like even remotely like triple a or uh you know i don't know whatever you would call like a skyrim or whatever um like those games should be pretty pretty much good to go. Um I know obviously I know why they can't do it. I do wish that in some capacity they could have like made it PS like 1, 2 and 3 backwards compatible as well. Like they they had the ability to do you know the PS3 um at the beginning, the PS3 was able to go back uh, backwards compatible with PS2 and PS1. Um, obviously, they had their their workarounds for that and removed that because of cost. Um, yeah, it was the whole fucking other console. Yeah, pretty much in the um, console. <laughs> and I know about, like the, the PS. It's like the most Sony solution that Sony has ever Sonyed. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, and I, and I mean, this is like this is like the wishful thinking part. Like I know the logistics of it or whatever, but like you know. Uh, they they shrunk they managed to make like what the ps3 was they shrunk it down into like their playstation super slim right so you'd think that maybe by now the technology would be there for their cell processor stuff to just like be small enough to integrate into a console as big as the ps5 like this thing is huge (laughs) um and and just you know be able to run those games natively but uh Obviously, they're not going to do that. And if they did, it would cost even more than it does. Because let's face it, the PS5 and the and the Xbox—they're not cheap next-gen consoles. They're, uh, you know, I paid wh- what is this retail? Six hundred and twenty-nine Canadian dollars for a PS5. I think like a uh, Xbox Series X is like five ninety-nine Canadian right now. Um, I think it's five ninety-nine so, US. Yeah. So you know they're. They're not cheap, but it would be cool to have that little bit of extra like feature uh, for the for the collector. 
the collectors in us. <laughs> At this point, um, you would you would think that they could do emulation because that has a disk drive. If you buy the one with the disk, um, yeah. it's four ninety nine US. Um, for the Series X, yeah. emulation should be possible. The processor in the PS five is way more powerful than the cell processor. And I know that the cell processor was like a special baby and it required like it was definitely an experiment. And I think they regretted using it at, at the end because it was so complicated to build and maintain and have developers build for, but that's another point, Sony thing that Sony Sony really, yeah. really well. Um, but at this point, they should be able to emulate it on an X6, X86 chip, which is what the, the PS5 is using. They should just be able to, like, build it in. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I, like, I've tried it before. The, they have, like, their PlayStation Now service, which has a ton of PS3 games in it, which is, like, you know, you stream uh, the games. Uh, my experience with PlayStation Now has actually overall been pretty positive. I've... I've never really played a game where I've been like, oh my God, like it's so laggy. This is awful. And that, you know, is highly dependent on a network connection um, stability. But uh, that said, I don't know how that works for games that maybe require a little bit more like one-to-one. Like if you're trying to play, I I don't even actually know if the PS3 uh, games when you're streaming them can be played online. Like if you play... Um, I don't know. Example: Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two on on PlayStation Now. Like, can you play multiplayer in in with that or just the campaign? I don't know, but maybe that's where you'd find a lot of jank. Is you know streaming a uh, a multiplayer experience. But anything single player that I've tried on PlayStation Now has been pretty okay. I don't think I've ever like found anything unplayable. Um, I haven't tried any of the game streaming services. I should try one. I, my philosophy has always been get the hardware, run it on the hardware, run it, run it in your room. Best experience. Yeah. I mean, like, that's why, you know, I have, that's why I, I opt for physical, for physical games and stuff. And that's why I was like, so determined to get like the, the disc drive, ps5 was um i'm a i'm a huge fan of physical media and i i feel like the like people always argue it's like well like you know you can't fit the full game on a on a single blu-ray anymore anyway so like you have to download a portion of the game and it's like well yeah but like you you then at least own it (laughs) um and you're running it off of like the disc um so you don't yeah, you don't run into like streaming issues or whatever. I guess if you digital download and you run it off your hard drive, it's the same thing. But I don't know. There's something about owning physical media that I still personally enjoy. It's because you're old. I guess so. No, it is. Yeah, no, that bring is back instruction manuals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of opening a game and just getting a disc. I want a piece of paper that tells me how to play the game. <laughs> or like fun things like stickers you weren't expecting or a world map that you can hang on your wall yeah or if you play sonic forces you get that sonic controller skin you know what i'm talking about 
You're such a nerd. Sometimes. No, all How? the time. You are a nerd all the time. True. True. He's right. <laughs> How, like, I mean, obviously you've been away. Have you, have you experienced your Xbox Series X yet? Have you picked out a, a game that has been able to blow your mind with what you're running on? I know you also have like 3090s in your computer, so is there (laughs) multiple 3090s i'm just i've got 3090s falling out my ass i got so many 3090s all the Um, 3090s i and you can actually have a 3092 they're available they're actually like in stock and they're actually reducing the price so go buy a 3090 um we got right on that (laughs) yeah they're only like 1200 bucks yeah (laughs) i know (laughs) um I, I bought the, the Xbox for one purpose. Uh, it'll solve, it'll, it'll serve multiple purposes, but I bought it for one. And that was, I have a 4k TV that I've always streamed 4k content to. And the 4k content is always compressed or, uh, not 4k because it's buffering or I get weird artifacts and I, I'm not a, I'm not a stickler for visual fidelity in everything I watch. But sometimes when you're watching like, uh, pick an action movie and transformers would be a good one. Cause it's lots of explosions and fast cuts. And there's so many things happening on, on screen that when you stream a movie, that's, that's that crazy then you start noticing the compression and you start getting the, the weird jank in your movie that kind of just kind of makes it all fuzzy and less awesome. And I was like, I've never watched an HD Blu-ray ever. Um, and I have a 4k TV. Why the fuck have I never purchased a 4k Blu-ray and watched it on, on my beautiful TV? Um, so I Have you purchased that. one? And what was your first 4K Blu-ray you watched? <laughs> I purchased three of them. Um, okay. We had friends that were coming over. And so um, the plan was to watch a movie and play a board game. And so I bought a bunch of board games and I bought uh, a couple of movies. Um, one, of the, one of the movies I picked up, not because I was searching for it, uh, but because it was on sale, was Toy Story 4. Um it was on sale. It was like originally, it was like a collector's box. It like has stuff in it. And okay. um, it was originally $30, $40 on sale for eight, nine, I think I, <laughs> I paid okay. for it. And I was like, it's 4K. And I, I'm doing my research on 4K um video i found that pixar is actually one of the best ones to to watch for quality because they always always release on to the public you know the things you can go out to to target and buy are their master copies they don't hold back they the like they're they are the highest quality that movie can be on whatever media you purchased it on right. and so I was like, well, damn, if for nothing else, I just want to see what this movie looks like on, on full kick-ass mode. And it looked really beautiful. So, Hell yeah. um, I purchased a couple other movies. I don't remember which ones they were. 
I haven't watched them yet because um, I've been doing life stuff. And I didn't purchase them because they were movies I wanted to see. I purchased them because they're 4K discs and I wanted to show off a TV and wanted to use my new thing. And so the movie itself didn't really matter. It was, I want to put in a thing and then oogle at it. I Fair enough. Which ones I bought. Um, okay. So yeah, I've, that's about all I've done with it. I've downloaded a couple of games. Um, I have the what do they call it the the ultimate pass oh yeah, game uh, pass. Oh, yeah. so i have game pass plus um game yeah it's it's the xbox live plus game pass is the ultimate i think um and such so a I've, good deal man it honestly. is it is so i haven't purchased any physical games for the the xbox yet but i've downloaded a few um i downloaded um forza horizon 4 which i originally purchased through the microsoft store for my pc so i already had the license on the xbox and my account transfers all the shit that i've already done in forza horizon 4 to the xbox and so i downloaded that along with horizon 5 dirt 5 a lot of racing games uh if i'm going to be sitting on my couch playing a game it's most likely going to be a racing game I'm not getting in or a platformer. I'm not getting into some big epic journey on my couch. I'll sit at my computer and do that. Oh man. But how are you going to play all the dark souls game? Plug a controller into my computer. Hell yeah. Dude, honestly still blows my mind when I like hear, uh, streamers play dark souls with like a mouse and keyboard. Or Batman <laughs> games with a mouse and keyboard. Imagine Look, playing a Batman game with a mouse and keyboard. It was a shit show, but it was one of those, like, I had already invested hours into the shit show, and switching up now would have just fucked me over more than the mouse I, and keyboard. The The moment of, like, like I was watching your stream, and it wasn't even, like, like seeing, like, the command prompts appear on the screen for, like, what Batman needs to do, like, the context things. It was, I literally heard you clicking. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, wait a second, is he using a mouse right now? <gasps> no. <laughs> Look, uh, I'm, I've never claimed to be a smart person. Uh, I just do games on the internet. Uh, one thing I will say, and I know that, like, so... Um, what I'm finding, which is completely backwards to me, is I, uh, being the addict that I am to the Final Fantasy series, I purchased uh, Final Fantasy fourteen again, but for the PlayStation 5. Um, How many times 14? have you purchased it? Uh, four. Because <laughs> it came out on PS3. I got a PC version because I wanted the option of both. And then when the PS4 version came out more, when I got it on PS4, it was more because I wanted the, the, like the collector aspect of it. I wanted like the box art and like all that stuff. Um, so I have the PS4 version as well. And then now I've downloaded it on PS5. Um, but the thing is that like, this is the first time that I'm actually like sitting down cause I'm using my new TV for it. Um, I'm actually like sitting down and playing, the game with a controller instead of a mouse and keyboard and like you know it's an mmo so i'm like you'd think like yeah okay keyboard is the way to go but because it came out on ps3 
and it's been on PS4, obviously. Like it, it is like designed to be used with a controller, <laughs> and it's actually really intuitive. Like I'm, I'm. It's definitely like a learning curve that I'm, that I'm very. I won't say slowly getting over. Like I feel like I'm getting the hang of it now, but like, um, at first I was like, oh my god, like I couldn't imagine like hitting all these like buttons and like doing these combos, uh, like with a controller instead of just hitting like one, two, and three on my keyboard, but. Once it's like in your hand and you start like doing it and you like level your character, you know, accordingly and you get it skill by skill, like it, yeah, it becomes like really intuitive and, and easy like almost easier to play. <laughs> um so that's been kind of interesting for me. Well, you've been doing it wrong this whole time. And now you Look, know. I know certain players who are doing like end game content that like swear by controller and it's like it's crazy to watch. Honestly, like when I watch them stream it, I'm like, yo, <laughs> like you're going through your commands so quickly on a controller. I have no idea how you're doing it. But I mean, I guess once you like practice it enough and you know where your things are, like, yeah, it's it's second nature. But like anything, I suppose. So are you just like a, you a PS5 gamer now? Don't do any PC games or. Um. That's a good Am question. I, are you too cool to game with me? Oh, not at all. I, I will. I will never be too cool to game with you. Uh, uh, Shut up. I am going through my Steam library right now. I. I honestly do think, like, at the end of the day, I've always been a console gamer. Like, I, I've had PCs throughout the ages, but I've definitely spent the majority of my time on an N64 or a PS2 or whatever. Um, and then, you know, consoles as they evolve. Um, but I will say, apart from, like, the occasional, like, first-person shooter and generally MMORPGs, like, I will probably most likely play games on console. Even though, like, you know, Dark Souls, I'm in the same boat as I am with Final Fantasy, where, like, I'll I'll pretty much buy every version. Like, I own Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 on playstation xbox and pc um if bloodborne gets re-released i'll buy that again like the souls games are just gonna get purchased on everything because i'm bad with money uh but <laughs> uh like those are on my pc and i just think like ah, i'd probably just pop that on my playstation um but pc master race <laughs> i mean does it exist probably but like i feel like you really have to invest in that. I don't know. Like I, I, I run a 1070 and that does what I need it to do. Like, I don't think I've ever hit a game yet where I've been like, I can't play this. Um, I bet your PS five is more capable graphics capable than your 1070. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I mean, yeah, like everything I'm scrolling past, like, okay, like, okay, Path of Exile, I'd probably rather play that on PC just for mouse and keyboard. But like, I, in the event that I didn't have a PC, could I just plug a mouse and keyboard into my PlayStation and use it that way? Probably. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, uh, I'd say that honestly, my PC is probably here to play PC games with friends when they want to play PC games. Um but I will most likely find myself um, 
yeah, turning on a PlayStation over my computer. But that's also because I'm uh, kind of a bitch and I love trophies and like achievements, <laughs> which I know exist on, on Steam. But like there's something about a trophy that's just a little bit nicer than an achievement. I don't know. Get my instant little digital gratification uh, for doing something in a game that I may not otherwise do. Um, I've never been motivated by that ever. Dude, I don't give a I, fuck. <laughs> I have literally been like, playing like a uh, like an rpg like a final fantasy and being like well i beat the game and then they're like oh but if you beat this super boss that will require you to grind the game for another 40 hours uh you'll get a little uh ping and uh, a little silver thing that says you did it and i'm like oh my god let's go <laughs> if anything i'm offended when they do shit like that like oh, like I, you just... who do you think you're talking to nope <laughs> i will uninstall your shit right now just because you put this weird extra step, this additional time you want me to sink into your game. Nope. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Fuck you. Well, I'm out. I think, I think for me, like it's one of those things where like, yeah, okay. Like maybe newer games could be driven by that. But like, for example, like uh, what is it? Like the PS2 game, Dragon Quest eight is like, you know, this is before achievements you'd you'd play the game it's like you know 40 hours and they're like haha surprise like that's not actually the end of the game there's still like a whole another second like half of this and then you do that and then at that point you find out oh wait but there's also like a super hidden boss that like you could get to but he's really tough so you have to put the hours in and like i know that that's more of like a longevity like make the most out of your game uh or make the game last because you know games are expensive and not everyone can buy all the newest games all the time um but for me with trophies now it's more like okay maybe i would not have known that boss exists if i didn't see that a trophy was there for it because i don't generally buy a game and then hop on the internet and be like what's the well like what's the ultimate end game super content i could do in this it's more just like oh okay well like if there's a trophy lingering maybe i'll try to get it one day uh as a thing to do um but yeah i don't know i was talking to muse about this actually this past week of just how when like when PlayStation because Xbox 360 came out first, they had their achievement system all already rolled out. And then when PS3 came out, they had that whole like PlayStation home thing where like, you yes. got your little, like Sim and like your little like house. Uh, and I think what a, like, I don't, what a Sony move. Fuck. What a Sony move that ever Sony. Um, <laughs> But like, I, I think, I don't remember exactly how it worked, but I think what they were doing was like, if you played a game and you got a platinum trophy, uh, like then you the could get an trophy. actual trophy to yeah. put in your house. Yeah. Yeah. That thing. And like, that was like, that like is like the trigger of like, I need trophies. Um, and even though like that died out really quick, like, I don't even remember how long PlayStation Home last, if that was even like a year. Um, it still was just like, I just, I, I want to get these trophies and I want to like get the most out of these games. Um, Cause also kind of like what I meant with like, you know, not everyone can afford all the latest and greatest all the time. Like when PS3 was coming out, was that 2006? Yeah. yeah. Um, so like, I'm just coming out of high school. I'm working at EB games, like game store. Uh, I'm, you know, I get a game and I'm like, okay, I got to like play a, as much as I can before I either a trade it in because I'm, an idiot <laughs> or uh yeah i don't know like i just they got me they got me with with trophies 
But uh, like ga- gamer score, I don't give a fuck. It's the same thing. I just don't care about the number. PlayStation Home existed from the 11th of December 2008 to April 1st, 2015. What? No, really? Yeah. Huh. That 41 million members at the time of closure. That's so crazy. I thought I literally thought it died out like a year in. <laughs> it, looking at the screenshots, yeah, I I maybe launched it two times. Uh looking at the screenshots, it almost looks like uh Mark Zuckerberg just bought this and is turning it into meta. I I, I can't believe he thinks this is a new idea. It's just not. PlayStation Home existed in 2008. The fucking what was the Second Life existed before that? Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, I remember having my little, like, my little apartment. I don't think I ever like really went out to like the hub world or whatever. I just, I just had my apartment and I was like, cool. <laughs> There's nothing in here. <laughs> I uh, need trophies. But... I must put trophies on all the shelves. But I could have gone bowling with Chun Li. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what a what a concept! I can't believe it lasted that long. It feels like it it closed down too fast. If they're already working in 2015, they're already working on the VR stuff. Um, yeah. They should have kept it around if for no other reason than to see how VR could have... They would have already had the platform and the, the shit built out to you know build a cool VR experience out of it. Yeah. But Sony does Sony things and then decided to Sony all over this. <laughs> uh, great. We got to clean up that Sony again. Sony honestly is like one of my favorite electronic companies in the, in that area of making cameras and TVs and you name it. I think they make cool shit. But they always find a way to fuck it up. They always like introduce <laughs> some new media or some new DRM or some new something that's like locked to their shit. They support it for a year and a half and then dump it. Like, why do I still like them? I still think they make cool shit. They got us by the balls, man. <laughs> they, my TV is Sony because they make good TVs. But they'll probably stop updating it like next week and then the TV just won't even turn on anymore. I hate smart TVs. Have I ever gone on that rant? I don't want, I uh, do I not want a smart TV. Fuck all your smart TV features. I don't want any of it. What I want is a dumb panel that is good quality and I will plug my shit into it. I don't want something that will age out and stop updating two years after I buy it. I want my TV to last more than two years. Call me crazy, <laughs> but I want my shit to just plug into it. And yeah, uh, that's fair. I hate I smart mean, TV features. But like, I don't, I, I honestly, I, I don't use any smart TV features like ever. Um, like if, if net, like if my, if my smart TV has like the, the Netflix app and like the, the prime video app and all that stuff built in. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn on my PlayStation and I'm going to log in on that. <laughs> As um, you should. Yeah. 
Uh, my my TV is literally just a display uh, for well, what's plugged into it right now is a you know a PS5, a Xbox Series S, uh, and then on occasion a Nintendo Switch. Um, but yeah, it's it's not like I'm not gonna be like, oh, time to open up the uh, Netflix app on this thing. Uh, yeah, we should be we should be Xbox friends. Are we Xbox friends? We should be Xbox friends. Uh, yeah, we should be. Uh, I'll give you that. Not on <laughs> a podcast. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm gonna check my social right now. Maybe we've already edited each other. Maybe we've already done it. Maybe. No, I don't think I've actually like. I don't think I've, I've talked to you since you like got it. Because like you, I remember you telling me you you purchased it, but like that's kind of it. Yeah, like I didn't it, even know that you opened it. It's the same friends list as uh, games on Windows. So if we've ever played, oh anything, then yeah, so we've played uh, <laughs> Halo. Yeah, huh. we're ready friends, dude. Well, nice friendship. Job done. Hell I didn't, yeah, we're ready friends. We didn't even know it. Exactly. And the only way that we know that we're friends is Xbox tells us we are. Because if if you didn't search and confirm that, I might have I, I I might have had to hang up this phone call because I don't talk to strangers. I talk to friends. Well, thanks for not hanging up. Uh, because our lives have been so uh, changey and good word, sh- you know, shit going oney, and mm-hmm. we're living lifey. Um, this podcast, uh, kind of hit pause as well, but, um, I'm glad we got together and, and kind of just updated us, uh, you know, I haven't talked to you in a while and everyone uh, we're still alive. We're still here. We're still, bitrate still continues. Um, so do our uh, streams probably <laughs> eventually. Eventually, uh, but it it just you know life life takes precedent. Yeah. Life life happens, and I'm also like I'm also really bad at like updating my my community uh, about that kind of stuff. Like I just, I haven't gone live, but I haven't like made a tweet being like I'm not going live because X Y and Z. But like I feel like most of the people that watch me regularly are kind of probably just like oh, he'll be back. um you know it's it's pretty casual uh you know life happens i will be back and uh yeah um for this for this podcast we should find a we should find another guest for next week Um, i agree uh i do know that there was one person who was interested i know that when we asked them last time uh their schedule was a little tied up but i can see if they are free for next week we should uh, start building the the roster again and uh, getting people butts in seats and start asking some questions and get Bitrate going. Because um, I do miss I do miss talking to you, so we should we should not go so long of time between talking. You dick. Uh. <laughs> okay. Like how I just blamed all, all, it all on you. I just yeah. was like, it's all your, it's obviously all your fault. You dick. You go away and it's my fault. Exactly. That's fine. That's fine. I, Look, I was only you know, away for a couple of days. So what's your excuse for the two weeks before that? 
clinical depression. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'll allow it. I guess that's fair. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, nice existential crisis. <laughs> um thanks for uh thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks to our listeners for, you know, understanding, sticking it out, being with us. Um we will uh we'll be back next week with someone. Yeah, hopefully. And they'll be really cool. It'll uh, be a surprise and it'll be the coolest guest we've had so far. So Wow. Big yeah. shoes to fill. Yeah, be pumped. Hell yeah. It'll be I mean, it, people will talk about it. It'll be wild. People won't shut up about it. Okay, this, bye. <laughs> this is our big break. I know it. No pressure <laughs> on the guest. Uh, <laughs> you, you must be the most compelling, interesting uh, guest we've ever had and drop some mega, mega news. So people ever, uh, people listen to it all over. Uh, if you don't, then you're just disappointing. <laughs> no pressure. Imagine, imagine they don't listen to us like regularly and they just like, will never hear this. <laughs> <laughs> well then it's an off. empty threat and that's uh then we had our fun and they they don't feel any more pressure so that's good perfect all right hey all right. zero hey tango you want to play some games let's play some games